kids podcast. <laughs> you can go slow. A kids podcast about. Hey, listeners, thanks for finding this episode. We believe in the power of conversations and knowing that kids like you are ready to talk about the big things going on in their world. If you like this episode, please consider sharing it with a teacher, a classmate, a relative, or someone you think should hear it. And thanks. Welcome to the Activators! A kids' podcast about activism. I'm your host, Leo Abelo Perry. On this podcast, we want to celebrate and amplify kids who are activating social change by using what they love to spread more love. Social change means providing opportunities for people and communities to recognize what's wrong and do something about it for the betterment of humanity. On today's show, we're talking to Hollis Belger, founder of Juggling for Jew. But first, how are you feeling today on a scale of one to five? One being the sky is dark. Five being it's a beautiful sunset. I'd say I'm a five. No matter how you're feeling, it's all okay. I'm glad you're here with me today. And doing a self-check can help you understand how ready you are to learn new things or meet new people. For now, you can just sit back and relax and get ready to be inspired. Today's guest is Hollis Belger, the 16-year-old founder of Juggling for Jew. Hollis has been playing soccer for more than half of her life. And early on, her coach suggests that she practice juggling the soccer ball in order to improve her skills. By the way, juggling in soccer means lightly kicking the ball over and over without letting it hit the ground, often using both feet. It's pretty cool and hard. That practice became an obsession as Hollis will share with us in a second. And when Hollis learns about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, the idea for juggling for Jude was set in motion. While you listen, think about what local organizations are serving your community and how something we take for granted, like soccer practice, might be the unlock for doing a whole lot of good. Hollis is a great example for just doing that. And... I can't wait for you to meet her. Here's my interview with Hollis Belger. Hi, Hollis. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you, Leo? Great. I'm so good. All right. Can you tell us your name and your age? Yes. My name is Hollis Belger, and I'm 16 years old. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. I am now a senior in high school, just started on Wednesday. I know, senior year, senior season. Very, very exciting. And I am a dancer as well as a soccer juggler. I like to think of myself as a soccer juggler. And that's 
probably what I'm here to talk about today. So when I was nine years old or eight years old, I want to say I joined a competitive soccer team and my coach told me that using your soccer juggling skills was a great way to develop control over the ball and just get better. I was a very technical player. And so I went out into the field, my high school field, which is right near my house. And I juggled every single day before school, after school, I somehow had this weird just knack this this weird talent and obsession with kicking a soccer ball in the air with my right foot then you know switching to my left and it became just like this crazy thing that I could do and then also when I was 8 years old I learned about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital which is a hospital in Memphis Tennessee where kids with cancer are treated free of charge meaning that no patient family has to pay any money in order for their child to receive treatment and that's something that no other hospital in the world has done so it's a very very special place and i was inspired by their message their just overall you know just like idea of hope that's like their main thing is that they just want to give patients and their families hope that their child will be better and i was so inspired and i was juggling and there's a place called Jude, St. Jude, and the two just like fit together just like like glue. It was just such an amazing connection and you know, I made this connection and obviously I was still 9 years old, so I was really young and I didn't need support. And so my mom and I created a website. We, you know, started to reach out to people in the community. My family actually owns CrossFit gyms in my community or, or gyms. They're actually technically not CrossFit anymore. Apologies. So we accessed people in like that community, told them what I was doing. I started to, I brought my mom out every day. I was juggling over the summer and she would record my daily records, put them on my website and was like, Hey guys, I'm juggling. Feel free to donate a dollar per juggle. You know, my records at the time were anywhere from like 70 to 170, um, yeah, consecutive touches. And then as the years went on, my soccer juggling got a lot better and the money that I raised got a lot higher. So I have now raised more than $500,000 for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. He's giving me a little standing ovation. Thank you. I think actually I know 510,000. I I have to check that on the website. But um, it has been just such an amazing journey. Half a million has always been like a huge goal of mine to reach in my lifetime. So to reach it while I'm still a child or still a kid is has been amazing. And just all the support and the love I've gotten from so many people. And my soccer juggling has obviously gotten a lot better. And over the summer, this past summer, I want to say about a month ago, maybe even less. Oh my goodness. I beat my record and my current record is now 7,157 consecutive soccer juggles without dropping the ball. So it took uh, one hour and 15 minutes, all caught on video. And that is kind of about me. (laughs) Okay. I've got to admit that Hollis kind of blew my mind there. 7,157 consecutive soccer juggles for one hour and 15 minutes straight. It just doesn't make sense to me. How that many juggles in an hour and 15 minutes? Like, it's pretty weird. It's kind of crazy. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Like, does it just happen or is or do you just know how to do it? Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. 
And that's a great question. You know, a lot of people are so curious, like, I don't understand. I would never, you know, be able to stay in it for that long. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it is a long time, but I think about, of course, you know, the kids at St. Jude, that is, that's my main motivator in everything I do. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, Hollis talks about the bigger purpose behind her work. Hey, grown-ups! With over a hundred different titles in our A Kid's Book About series, it may be hard to figure out where to start. Allow me to make a suggestion. There is perhaps no greater feeling, nothing more life-giving or secure, than to know you belong. No matter where you are, what you're experiencing, or who you're around, without that feeling of belonging, it's hard to concentrate on anything else. We can help our kids know what it feels like to belong and what it takes to help others feel like they belong around us. When you do belong, you it's very, very evident, right? Because I like to say, your heart smiles and your brain is tickled. That's Kevin Carroll, author of A Kid's Book About Belonging. Check out our Kevin Talks About Belonging episode of A Kid's Book About, the podcast. Listen together with the kiddos in your life. And when you're ready, visit akidsco.com for more great books and podcasts made to empower kids. Welcome back to The Activators! In my conversation with Juggling for Jude founder, Hollis Belger. She's 16 years old. She's raised over half a million dollars to support St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. And she's a soccer juggler on a mission. For me, pediatric cancer is a cause that I really value and I really care about. For some people, it's different. For some people, it's the environment. For some people, it's helping animals. For some people, it's, you know, other kinds of diseases or, or illnesses. And for some reason, you know, I was just, I was really inspired by kids with cancer. And so I, you know, when I'm juggling and my back is tired, my, there's sweat just dripping down my face. So my arms are like tingling because of all the blood flow. Cause I'm like holding them down for so long. I think of all of the things that kids with cancer have to go through and they endure during their treatments, chemotherapy, radiation therapy, you know, all the shots, all of the, you know, blood work, all of the, the mental toll that it takes on them and their families. And I think, gosh, if they can do that, I can do this. And I think that that's what really, really gets me through the, that hour and 15 minutes is, is genuinely going back to what they go through. Why am I here? I strongly believe that the reason why I can get such high numbers in juggling is because of the purpose behind it. So I don't think that a lot of kids, I mean, clearly it's a very, you know, after a while it takes, it takes some time to cultivate that skill in juggling. But all my soccer coaches used to say that once you get over a hundred juggles, you can physically get as many as you want physically. It's the mental thing that what blocks people. And when people don't have a purpose behind their juggling, I don't think that they can get those extremely high numbers. I think it takes a bigger message, a bigger purpose in order to be able to get those things. Paula's message is powerful and 
I think her purpose is something we can all agree with. It's cool to hear how she's getting her message to schools and kids across the country. Here's Hollis to share more. You know, something else that I do and that has become a really big part of my project is I am now an advocate for youth and philanthropy, kind of similar to what you do by highlighting all these activators and, you know, kids doing something in the world. I go to elementary schools, middle schools in my community, and I talk with kids about how to create and cultivate their own projects for impact. And that has been really special for me to see, you know, kids who I I went into a fifth grade classroom and they were doing like a big project. They could choose whatever they wanted to do. And some kid was going to do his project about video games. I came in and I spoke and I told them my story and he changed it for, he was like highlighting gamers who give to charity. So he switched his thing and it was such a cool moment for me. And I've, you know, gone to schools. I've had schools do juggling contests and, you know, raise money of their own and do bake sales, a school-wide bake sale for St. Jude and other causes. And it's just been such a satisfying thing. So I think I also think about that as well when I'm juggling. I, I think about, you know, I can inspire more people to use their skills and talents. I always say that everybody has a skill. Everybody has skill or talent, whether it's, you know, mainstream, whether it's like playing basketball, whether it's something more unique or something kind of hidden. You always have something that you can turn into, you know, passion into action. I think that that's really important. And so just kind of that whole message, as well as kids with cancer, is just constantly going through my brain, like while I'm juggling and motivating me and suddenly my back's not that sore, suddenly my hands feel fine and I'm able to get that number. Mm. Wow. How do you picture the world in the future? That's a great question. You know, I think that our generation... It's very, very powerful. And being involved, uh, you know, uh, as, as, a, as a kid doing f- philanthropic work and impact and having a fundraiser and organization of my own, I think I see, I've been exposed to so many other amazing activators out in the world. I really, really have. I've, you know, I've won a few awards and I've um, been able to kind of be exposed to other kids giving back in a similar way for their own causes. And the amount of commitment and motivation, determination that I see just from our generation is incredible. So my my guess for the future is that collectively, all of you know these generations, the you know whatever we're classified as, we are just so motivated. And I am very very optimistic about the world when we take on leadership roles eventually, when we are able to lead this country and this world, I think that we will be able to accomplish what we want to. And so I'm very, very hopeful. I've seen some great minds and amazing, you know, kids just my age who are doing incredible things. And so I hopefully see the world, you know, as in the future, as somewhere that that focuses on something greater than ourselves that isn't as internal. It's more external, you know, giving more external feeling, um, you know, not so focusing inward and focusing just on ourselves and just what we need, but, you know, seeing what we need and applying it to the world around us, you know, it, it, I, I'm hopeful and I, and I kind of see every, you know, generation Z, anyone who's involved in, in philanthropy, I see us all kind of coming together and, and doing something amazing with the world. So I'm optimistic. I hope that we all eventually fix our problems. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Wow. Lily, 
every answer, I have no speech. I have no words. How can kids help you do this? Yeah, great question. Great question. So first I'll, I'll plug my website, um, jugglingforjude.com. And that's where you can find all my information and donate, of course. And it kind of, you know, gives some details. I actually last summer launched a global juggling for Jude challenge, which was really cool. So I, you know, had people on Instagram, you know, juggle as many times as you can, donate $10, nominate three friends. And um, I ended up reaching some professional soccer players in Mexico, in the U.S., in Europe. And it was a really, really cool. And I ended up raising over $50,000 just through that challenge. So, you know, it ended up being a really cool thing that was super widespread. And that's not necessarily currently going on. But, you know, juggling of your own and, you know, maybe starting a juggling for Jude in your local community, if, you know, that is something that like you can do, if you're a soccer juggler, you're a soccer player out there, if you have a soccer team that you want to do it with, I unfortunately don't play soccer anymore. Um, I, you know, am a dancer and that takes up a lot of my time as well as fundraising also takes up a lot of time. But if you have a soccer team that you want to kind of do that with and do a juggling contest, I've had teams, you know, see how many they can get and try to beat another team and donate, you know, the amount of money that they collect in their communities. Um, and then if you're not a soccer player or soccer juggler, find your passion and find, you know, your talent and use it to give back. If you're motivated by St. Jude's mission, which hopefully you are, that's amazing. Um, but if you want to find another cause, you know, feel free to just go out and do something. I think that that's like the main way that people can help me besides, you know, donating and being a part of my challenge. If they want to create something of their own, please do. I mean, I encourage that, you know, always, I think that, it's not as hard as people think it is. I think people are like, well, I don't understand you did that. And nine years old must've been so much work and it must've been so complicated. And, you know, I had my mom there helping me, but it really, you know, it's just commitment and motivation and it really wasn't that difficult to get it started. And you, you will be so surprised at the positive response you will get from adults and other kids in your community. I mean, if you start doing something like this, people will be very, very inspired if they see your commitment by it. So I, you know, never underestimate yourself. And I guess that that's that's the way that people can help. Okay, no matter if you're already an activator or you're just getting started, I want you to do your superhero pose. And I'm gonna tell you to say activators on three. Okay, you in your superhero pose? You ready? Okay. Three, two, one, activators! Thank you, Leo. It was so great to chat with Hollis. Seriously, she amazes me. Here are some things I learned and lessons we can take with us as we make the world a better place. Number one, Hollis is the perfect example of doing what you love to spread more love. She loves juggling and is using the incredible skill to raise money and awareness around a cause that's important to her, kids' cancer research. What's something you love to do? And what's a cause that means a lot to you? Like Hollis says, turn your passion into action. Put those two things together and you're an activator. Number two, doing something with a purpose really inspires me. Like Hollis said, juggling for over 90 minutes must be physically exhausting. But she imagined what it's like for kids with cancer and all they have to go through. 
and that inspired her to do better, to push through. Her empathy drove her purpose, and she juggled over 7,000 times in a row. Just, that's so amazing. Do you ever think about the purpose of why you do what you do? Number three, commitment. Once you've locked in your passion for action, commit to it. Is it something like I did? Dance for a year and raise money for racial equity? Is it juggling a hundred times every day for a month to raise funds for kids' cancer research? Commit to it and more people will be inspired to support. Thank you to Hollis Belger for joining us today. You can find more about Juggling for Jude by visiting www.jugglingforjude.com. The Activators was written by me, Leo Belo Perry, with a little help from my mom. Our show was edited and produced by Matthew Winner, with help from Chad Michael Snavely and the team at Sound On Studios. Our executive producer is Jelani Memory. And this show is brought to you by A Kids Podcast About. You can write to us at listen at akidspodcastabout.com. And check out our other podcasts made for kids just like you by visiting akidsco.com. See you again next week for another episode of The Activators! Hi, I'm Matthew. I'm the head of audio at A Kids Co., and I also host A Kids Book About the podcast, and worth noting, I just wanted to say thanks. Thanks for listening to our shows in your classroom or in your bedroom, over breakfast or over dinner, on your drive or on your downtime. No matter what you do between this listen and the next time you tune in, thanks. You're awesome. And it's because of kids like you that we get to make cool stuff like this. See ya.